All right, welcome to another episode of Old School Thoughts, and thank you for everything you do to make this podcast possible. I'm Frank Goodman. And Martha. Martha. Yes. It is good to be back. It's great to be back. You know, Frank, let, before you start, let me just tell you, when you do your intro music, uh-huh. I just smile from ear to ear. <laughs> I do the same. Because I know we're going to get into some good discussions. <laughs> it's always following a good discussion. It, like I said before, we're talking about something that has nothing to do with the conversation we've just ended. True. Yeah. So True. Here, here it is. This morning, I received mm-hmm. a text message from one of our les- listeners. Wow. And she called us out. <laughs> she, said, where, she said, where's Uh-oh. the episode? Where's the episode? I normally listen to the episode while I'm at work, and I leave work around noon. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So she called us out. I begged for her patience and and her forgiveness. She said, okay, i give it to you. But uh, it it was great. I thanked her for having the patience. I also thanked her for being a a listener, a a big supporter. But that let us know that people are waiting and they're listening and they want to know what is the next topic. Well, you know, Frank, I have to apologize to her. Both of us do. This is not like us to do this, but mm-hmm. sometimes things happen. So right. I'm sure she's going to understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's gotten in the habit of paying attention to us. Right. And I love it because I also have someone in my family who follows it religiously Mm -hmm. and she hasn't said anything but i know she's thinking (laughs) what the young lady who was brave enough to speak to you about it or text you right she's gonna have the same thing because i i'm sure a phone call is waiting somewhere (laughs) so well we we better not delay i really do thank them and and to all of you you know we'll make sure we we try to get back on on point get back on schedule and keep it going. Mm-hmm. But Martha, I want to ask you, let's start what? this conversation. Mm-hmm. I, I want to ask you, I want to borrow a cup of sugar. What? I want to borrow a cup of sugar. Now, the reason why I'm asking you for this cup of sugar, because I remember and I can recall growing up in the community and the ladies in the community, the mothers in the community, they will either make that phone call. You will hear, you will hear your mother talking over the phone, or they would send one of the children over and say, "My mama, <laughs> my mama want to borrow a cup of sugar, or my mm-hmm. mama would like to have some vanilla." I mean, all the way down to, do you right. have any vanilla? Right. Do you have any baking soda? Do you have any? Do you, can I get an egg? Two eggs. They were asking for ingredients for whatever meal they were cooking or whatever, you know, cake or pie or whatever. They would call on someone else and ask for that ingredient. And so I was wondering yesterday, what would it take? Have we stopped asking for a cup of sugar? Are you too embarrassed to ask for a cup of sugar? What are you willing to lose to keep from asking for a cup of sugar? So I'm posing this question to you, Martha. Give me 
your history, give me your background on this particular topic. What about the cup of sugar? You know, it could be a cup of sugar, a cup of flour. It was always something that you needed to complete whatever you were doing. Mm-hmm. But I think as time went on, we no longer asked for cups of anything. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a girls' club, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. Those mamas knew each other, and they knew that they could come through for each other. Mm-hmm. We've gotten away from being a team and coming through for one another. Yeah. I think the more we achieve and the more we get in terms of being able to purchase things on our own, mm-hmm. the less we become that girls club where we could depend on each other. Those were the days when our ancestors, if somebody was hurting or somebody was sick, the whole neighborhood came together yeah. to help that family. Mm-hmm. We're broken away from that tradition. You see, we don't talk about traditions. And we were taught to think that some of the traditions the traditions that we have were not valued mm. because they didn't look like other people's traditions. Sometimes they actually did look like other people's traditions, but they didn't want you to know that they did the same kinds of things. You know, I remember growing up, that cup of sugar represents so many things in my mind. Mm. It's not just the physical cup of sugar. It's the spiritual and mental cup of sugar that you got when somebody said, girl, just lay your head on my shoulder. Yeah. Or baby, come here. I know you're upset. Just give me a hug. Those are all forms of that cup of sugar that we move away from. And we've learned how to be not as real as our ancestors. Their feelings were real. Now we have to determine, is the person, what is the motivation for the person doing this? Mm. We're always suspect. Mm. I don't know if you think of it that way. But I see that sometimes we can't tell if someone is real. If, if their reactions to you are real and authentic, or are they putting on what we say a front? You're right. So the cup of sugar has less value when someone is not being real. And that's a far cry from just asking for that cup of sugar or flour. But that in itself meant that you could trust that person to help you out. And you did the same. You went back. If you needed something, you send the little one across the door, knock on that door and say, Mom, I'm in need of oil. Right. Okay? That's right. So it was reciprocal. Mm-hmm. You see, we've gotten to a point where we want to get things and we don't want to pay back. Mm. That's the society that we've become. It's not just us. It's the society. 
that they want you to always be dependent on them giving you something. And we don't recognize the pattern of always being dependent means you become less independent. You know, I like the way you have shared your thoughts, the Mm -hmm. way you processed it, and you put it in so many different forms. But I had a conversation with Gloria yesterday, and I was telling Gloria I really would like to, you know, lead the the topic about the cup of sugar because it was so, it's just been heavy on my mind about this cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. But one thing I've realized is is that, and I've said it to you before, my background and Gloria's background are two different backgrounds. Right. And I tried to look at, because she would say to me quite a bit since I've started Old School Thoughts, Frank, I can't see things the way you see it. I don't, I didn't have that experience. In a lot of ways, she didn't recognize the things that we are talking about. So when I talked about a cup of sugar, she understood it. She remembers it. Wow. But, But at the same time, it was less likely to happen with her with her group mm-hmm. because then it forced me to look at how I grew up and how she grew up. The neighborhood that I grew up in, the neighborhood she grew up in. The neighborhood I grew up in was a low-income neighborhood. And that low-income neighborhood, we depended on each other. We were so close to how things used to be. You know, those families that, that was full of hardship, right? Right. They depended on each other. So it was it was just a, a way of life to expect a friend, someone, a neighbor, to ask you for a cup of sugar, flour, baking soda, vanilla, two eggs, one egg, whatever. And you would say, take this over there to to Johnny May and tear her She's good. She doesn't have to give it back. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But in Gloria's neighborhood, they were retired military. They were principals. They were teachers. They were entrepreneurs. They were business owners. They were all of these people. They were less likely to ask for a cup of sugar anymore. They remember the cup of sugar. Because their parents had everything to do with the cup of sugar. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So I started thinking about it and I said, well, does this have anything to do with our economic status? Absolutely. What do you think? Absolutely. You know, as you were talking, it makes me think, my growing up fit between you and Gloria. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. I was in a neighborhood growing up that people still struggled, but they were making it minimally. Mm -hmm. So they still had those ties to ask for that cup of whatever and still had connections because they all came from Southern roots. We were not uh, economically independent the way Gloria's family might have been. Mm -hmm. 
But as the middle class grew, we began to take on some of the semblance to that group that had the affluence. Right. So, but we still fit neatly between both groups. Right. So we sort of were the bridge between the affluent African Americans and the really struggling ones. And the past. So you stood between the past and the present. That's right. Okay. Just like we stand between the past and the present with our ancestors. You've always said that. Mm -hmm. So we are, again, an amazing transition group. Hmm. At least my my group is. Hmm. You know, because we, we were not so poor, but we had neighbors around us that did fit into the very poor rung of society. But who, but they understood it. But they understood it and we helped each other. It, they understood it and it was accepted. It was accepted and, mm-hmm. and the beauty was, now that I think about it, there was no judgment associated with it. None, because they, they everyone understood why you were asking for those, those, those things. That's right. That's right. They did not equate That's... that to poverty. They didn't equate it no. to anything. They just said, do you have it? And right. it was understood that you were preparing a meal. It was understood that you were baking a cake. It was understood mm-hmm. that you were making a, a baking a pie. It was understood that you were just providing an ingredient. That's right. It was understood that you were doing things that were natural to living. Mm-hmm. If I can say it that way. Right. There was nothing unusual about borrowing something. You know, that's a difference than when you say someone comes along and they always want a handout. This is not what we're talking about. No. You know, this is mutual respect of one another. And someone says, you know what, one day I'll need something. And when I need it, if you've got it, give it to me. Right. That's a handshake. I look at that as a handshake. Mm -hmm. That's a hug. That's a different scenario than someone who looks for a meal and we had some of those in my family too Mm -hmm. they seemed to know every time a good meal was being prepared Mm -hmm. they just happened to be in the neighborhood and they wanted to stop by and of course they got a good meal because my mother always made extra but I think it's interesting because economics makes people have to make judgments on other people sometimes mm-hmm. because when you have a lot more then you start to turn your nose up a little bit and you turn your face down and you start making judgment calls. We never did that growing up because it was just about life. I don't think we were asking the question. I don't think my, I've never heard my mother no. ask the question, but well, didn't you go to the store yesterday? The store no. was open all day. Why didn't you go? No, but when you're talking about that judgment call, that's that's where we are today. So now right. I'm asking the question: We still have those separate communities going on today. I wonder if the people who are in that lower income group do they feel comfortable asking for the cup of sugar, the vanilla? I don't think they do. But no, I, I wonder. They, I don't think they do. Because I don't, mm-hmm. even everyone I see has an Apple phone. If not an Apple phone, it's Android. So I know 
has a large telephone bill that comes with it. So you're finding a way to pay that telephone bill. But I don't know if they're asking for that cup of sugar. I don't get anyone in my community saying, can you give, can you give me a cup of sugar? Do you have vanilla? Do you have two eggs? I don't know if, if that's still going on. So I would look. I would li- really look forward to our listeners responding to let us know about this cup of sugar. Well, I'll say, Frank, if it is going on, it's not to the level that you and I remember. Mm-hmm. Because I think we put judgments on things today that so much more than we did when we were growing up. Okay. You know, a kid broke a, I was I was going shopping later today and I happened to take a little bus that's with uh, mostly white people who were in the neighborhood. Mm. But for some reason we were talking about how we reuse things and remake things. And I brought up about how we would take the skates and we would turn the roller skate wheels into some other item. Right. And everybody on the bus who was white said, yeah, we used to do that too. Mm-hmm. And they started contributing to the things that they would make with items that were broken or items that, and then they said, kids don't do that. And parents don't do that anymore. And kids don't do that anymore because everything gets bought. Right. But what they did say that was interesting to me is that some of the parents buy so many toys that they simply take the toy and put it away and give them a different toy and then bring it out six months later and the kid doesn't realize right. this is the same toy I saw six months ago. Right. And I was thinking to myself, that's not a black kid. African-American <laughs> kid goes, I remember that scratch on that that's toy. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I don't want it. You know, but it's an interesting phenomenon that we have found that all of us are affected by economics. Mm-hmm. All of us are affected by modern technology. And yes, they have a cell phone, but I don't know if that cell phone, regardless to whether it's an iPhone or Android, I don't know if that gets it any closer to asking for something. Mm-hmm. I-, I think they're not as connected to one another. Mm-hmm. And they, and certainly, like you said, people who listen can contribute whether or not they're connected. Mm-hmm. I think if it is, it's not on the scale that we saw. Mm-hmm. And that's a tragedy because it leads to them being isolated. Mm. You know, I think they're all isolated into their own little islands, not seeing that the same thing that is affecting one affects the other. And maybe that's just the viewpoint that I see from what I observe, you know, but I think that, you know, there is a tendency because of convenience of society that we no longer say, I'm going to borrow that cup of sugar. Right. Because they're saying, well, why bake, why bake or why do anything? I can go to McDonald's. I can buy it off the shelf. Hmm. But they don't understand the pattern of eating off the shelf and at McDonald's costs them sometimes their health. Mm. 
So we don't see the long-term effects of it. But I think, yeah. Well, I don't think they do it to the same degree. Okay, so before we, before we close, mm-hmm. one, I want to thank you for your feedback on this topic because it is something that I really would like to, to think about, you know, because it is old school to, to reflect on that cup of sugar or right. those, ingre- those other ingredients that our parents were sharing. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, I, I, I would just like to know, you know, how prevalent it is today that you're asking for that cup of sugar or is it too embarrassing to ask for that cup of sugar or that, or that vanilla, those eggs, that salt, that baking soda, that flour, the cornmeal. I mean, they were asking for all of those things. Right. It would be interesting to see. I don't know for sure, mm -hmm. but my instincts from what I've observed is leaning one way to say that they don't do it as much. Mm -hmm. But the listeners can certainly contribute to it and tell us what they observe. Right. Okay, Martha, so would you close us out, please? So I'd like to tell our listeners, like we always do, we thank you for all the times that you listen to us, your feedback. We're going to say that we always love you. We love you. And we're going to ask you to always be good. And be good.